right, thanks for being here for another edition of the Precision Farming Dealer Podcast brought to you by Ag Express Electronics. My name is Noah Newman, and today contributing editor Dan Crummett goes one-on-one with Ag Co-Application Product Specialist Joe Dimmler for a deep dive into the significance of their collaboration with BASF Smart Farming, how their smart spraying system works, and when growers and dealers can expect to see it on the market. Here's Dan. Hello, Dan Crummett here, a contributing editor for Farm Equipment and No-Till Farmer Magazine. I'm uh, visiting with Agco representative Joe Dimler about recent announcements that Agco and Bosch BASF Smart Farming are collaborating on some exciting new developments for Fent Rogator sprayers. Joe, would you introduce yourself and tell us what you do for Agco, and we'll talk about Rogator. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I work in the Future Crop uh, Solutions Group uh, that we have now uh, established at Agco, and uh, my background is working in application and and working with both uh, Rogator and Terragator products, uh, and uh, recently have brought the Rogator into the into the Fent lineup. Tell us what's in the future for Rogator. What uh, what does this agreement uh, of collaboration between uh, uh, Agco and uh, uh, be a, a Bosch BASF. What does what does that bring to the table? Yeah. So what it brings to the table is the ability to uh, bring a ton of versatility to the way that we apply product today uh, to our crops. Uh, so we're bringing forward uh, a solution with Agco where we feel like we have uh, the very best uh, chassis uh, now in the marketplace with a dual height uh, machine to the marketplace. Uh, and then bringing forward uh, uh, a solution from Bosch BASF with uh, some of the very latest and greatest uh, technology in the world to spot weeds and spray them on on the fly, on the go. Well, tell me a little bit, uh, I guess, without getting into the blueprints, tell me a little bit about the, the hardware we're talking about here. Uh, what's, what's going to be different? Yeah, so what you'll see is uh, you'll see a dual, dual tank, dual plumbing system. Uh, and you'll have a boom that's equipped with lights uh, that uh, are equipped on on both sides of the camera, and uh, it will be placed out in advance of the boom to be out looking uh, to make those decisions on the fly, whether to fire uh, each nozzle that kind of covers that that space or that zone as as we apply throughout the field. Is this all visible light uh, we're talking about? That's correct. So we have a uh, our lighting units uh, will have two lighting units. Um, or we call it an FLU or a fluorescent lighting unit um, on each side of our camera. And that really gives us the ability to apply uh, no matter what type time of day it is or even apply into the evening or throughout the, throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Does uh, That works in, uh, in bright sunlight also. Uh, I mean, the lights are on even in the daytime. It does. Yep. The lights, the lights strobe, uh, you know, at at a certain speed. And so um, every, every time you see that light strobe, we're at the cameras are actually taking a picture uh, of what, you know, what's going on in the field and making that split decision um, on, on whether or not it needs to fire that nozzle or not. So it's, uh, it's pretty impressive uh, when it's, when it's running out in the field. Uh, The nozzles are fixed or are they turrets or something like that? Nope. They're, they're fixed nozzles. So each, 
Yes. Yep. Our our uh, line that we will be broadcasting with, um, the strategy will be to broadcast with one tank and have that broadcast line 100% of the time um, in, you know, in, in some of the applications and then spot spray, if you will, uh, with a PWM solution on the other line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've seen from that is that's been the best way to get us the best efficacy. Um, there are single tank solutions out there. Um, there's retrofittable uh, options out in the marketplace. Uh, but the solution we really focused on was trying to bring forward, still allowing our customers to use liquid logic, which gives us a recirculating boom, uh, you know, air boom cleaned out uh, and, and the ability to, to rinse both tanks, um, you know, to meet the need of a uh, all the way from a you know from a grower mixing a lot of different products all the way to an ag retailer that's making numerous product switches throughout the season. Yes, uh, on the split second designs for on the go spraying uh, or the capability, not designs, but that I take it is uh, an artificial intelligence uh, component. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how it was trained? Uh, what uh, What's been the trends of the uh, development of that, uh, yeah. that capability? Yeah, absolutely. So the system has been trained um, by repetition. So it uses its logic based off of all of the imagery that it has seen and collected in the past. And mm-hmm. so um, we're talking about millions and millions of images that it has the ability to use as a reference um, every time it sees a new image. It's going to go back to its its model uh, that was based off of off of all of these millions of images. And so um, as you go, you basically create a database that uh, that allows you to basically have seen just about every every little type of scenario that that you may see in each field uh, because you've ran the machine that much and you have that many images to go back to look at, look, look and compare against. And I take it this was developed uh, with Bosch. Was this developed in Europe? Yes. Uh, the The project, you know, is has been uh, ongoing a little bit further uh, or began sooner on our product, uh, RG600, our European sprayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a little bit more experience at this time with the solution. And some of that, uh, Dan, is because of the Green Deal uh, that Europe uh, is talking about by 2030, uh, we're looking at uh, this technology helping um, agriculture meet some of those standards that Europe is is going to uh, place for for all of Europe. And so, um, the technology is a little bit more advanced at this time um, for for Europe, uh, but quickly catching up here in North America. You mentioned the recirculation uh, capabilities on on the Rogator. Uh, Go through that a little bit and tell us uh, how the uh, the flow of active ingredient versus water, how that works on the upcoming product. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so both lines, both tanks will have uh, recirculating plumbing, and we believe that to be a huge savings uh, of uh, and a reduction of risk for growers. Um, what it allows us to do is send product out to the boom uh, remove all of the air in our plumbing so that when that split decision gets made on whether to apply, that we have the right uh, proper pressure already 
uh, uh, set to go. Yep. yep. And we're fully primed and we're not fighting any air bubbles or, uh, or any ability to, uh, we're reducing any risk on, on misfiring, um, due to a, you know, due to a plumbing issue. So, um, but the, the nice thing about it is, is for, uh, for product recovery or for rinsing, um, you're just going to reduce so much risk for contamination in the field. You know, we've had the product in the field now for about five years and you literally can use it, uh, to add your detergent or your soap to the tank and send that detergent and soap water, you know, throughout the entire system. And so it makes it really, really nice. You have a lot of confidence that your system is clean uh, when you're switching products or you're switching spraying from, you know, corn to soybeans or soybeans right. back to corn. Um, it, that's, that's made it really, really nice. Um, the other so thing, the, too, the tank, uh, the tank is containing, uh, ingredient then it's a tank mix and so forth it's not it's not water in the tank being uh injected later no nope okay. nope the way that we have the system built uh it's a good question dan so the way that we have it built is the grower would load uh his more residual product uh into the first tank um and we expect uh you know that product to um pick up a little bit of uh, some performance gains because it's actually going to be applied and uh, the way that it was meant to uh, kind of some of the things that we've seen from the industry are that our carrier volumes have continued to get higher and higher. And that's been um, because we've seen that need for the contact herbicides that we've used to control weeds. Um, but that carrier volume really doesn't need to be that high for some of our more residual products. And so a part of the strategy is that, um, we'll be able to separate out the chemistries um, so that we can apply at a certain rate out of one tank and then go ahead and really focus in on those contact herbicides that no one really wants to apply anyways. Uh, you think of dicamba and 2,4-D and all the claims that we have today um, and, and uh, you know, the potential for a mishap with a volatile product like those products are. Um, we're going to try and limit those products um, as much as possible and get that product really, really targeted on the weed and, mm -hmm. and take away that full broadcast effect of having to apply all that extra product um, as we apply. So, but yeah, the grower would fill both tanks up uh, with product and keeping those products separate. Um, we see uh, an advantage to not having this antagonistic effect of necessarily always having, you know, anywhere from three to six different active ingredients in the tank all at the same time. Um, we know, uh, you know, from talking with growers, uh, there's definitely some instances with uh, uh, products that definitely like to conflict or bind uh, when they're combined. Um, some of your uh, volunteer corn product killers are, are an example of that. Um, and then some of our other targeted uh, herbicides that we have, uh, anytime you throw dicamba into the mix, uh, you, you can start to lose some of that efficacy. Let's burn a quick time out. Here's a message from our sponsor, Ag Express Electronics. Dealers, farmers, and those in ag know the importance of getting the most from their efforts. Technology has been a significant game changer when it works. When it doesn't, turn to the experts at Ag Express Electronics, who find a way by specializing in the timely repair, support, sales, and engineering of ag technology. 
Ag Express provides component level repairs to save time and money on costly replacements. They also offer wiring harnesses and custom solutions to meet your customers' unique needs. A vast portfolio of over 2,000 supported products allows Ag Express to provide possibilities for numerous agricultural concepts. You can feel confident doing business with Ag Express Electronics because of their excellent reputation, track record for quality work, and commitment to technology. The company is 100% certified, employee-owned, and celebrating over 30 years of providing possibilities. Now, back to the conversation. The Rogator platform itself, uh, now, are we operating with a fixed height boom on this? Is that part of the design also? The design of the boom will be similar to what we have today. So we'll offer the solution on both our standard uh, clearance rogator and our high clearance rogator. Um, but the positioning of the boom and the boom height control uh, will be very similar to our standard offer, what we offer today. Okay. The uh, quote new additions to this then would be in the camera system, the light gathering and, uh, and uh, artificial intelligence component. Yeah. Yes. The, okay. the, the lights, the cameras, and then these, uh, the section control module that makes that real-time decision are the three additional uh, components to the system that really make this targeted spray solution work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned section control. Uh, how smart is each section and what uh, what are we talking about in number of nozzles? Yeah, so we're 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 building the solution to be uh, versatile. Um, so we have uh, the capability to control all the way down to individual nozzle control. Um, there's instances though where that's not necessarily in the in the best interest of the technology. So we're going to build in some versatility uh, into the system um, and customization for that operator to be able to turn on uh, the amount of nozzles that he feels comfortable with to do the job. Okay. Tell me a little bit about how an operator would use this. You know, it's sunrise, it's time to go, the wind's down, time to spray. What? Uh, just walk me through uh, the spraying operation from, from filling to application and, and clean out as yeah. to how this would work. Yeah, so the first step is going to be using the Zarvio app. It's a, a an app or a FMIS that's been created by Bosch BASF um, to uh, create the job or create the task. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a system that's very, very customizable uh, to be able to help a grower um, decide what the strategy is going to be for today's application. So it gets down to the level of uh, deciding you can tell it what weed what weeds you have. Uh, you can pick the the chemical and the chemistry, uh, not only from from BASF but from every single uh, chemical manufacturer in the marketplace. Um, so you can set up your your application or your prescription, what you uh, the products that you'd like to apply, based off of the the knowledge that you have and what what your goal is, what you're targeting to do with with that application. Is and, this setup done in the cab? It, it actually can be done right from a smart device. So okay. um, right now we just have the the phone uh, just mm-hmm. right on your cell phone is what I used all of last year. It works works great. Um, and so you can send that job right to into the sprayer, and uh, you can pull that job or task up when you when you start uh, start to apply. Um, 
you would fill your products in each tank uh, respectively. And then of course, because you have those two different tanks, um, we'd expect that carrier volume to be a little different between those two tanks, um, one spraying consistently and the other uh, obviously pulsing. And we'd allow the operator to uh, recirculate products. So plumb, uh, fill his plumbing, uh, both plumbing lines, uh, take his booms out and set his boom height control and, uh, and head off down through the field and begin to apply. Uh, when he or she finishes the job, that task then, Dan will head back to that uh, Zarvio uh, smart app. And instead of getting uh, the traditional as-applied map that we're used to in the industry today, uh, he or she will actually get a weed map as a result of, of, of that application. So you'll be able to see where, where the weeds are at out in the field. And uh, traceability, of course, with the, the app maintains what was applied when and where uh, and on what. It does. Exactly. Yes. Uh, here initially, we, we don't have the uh, weeds identified uh, to the family level yet. Right now, we're in more of a grass versus broadleaf uh, type of categorization. Um, but we absolutely plan to get down to to some weed families. So apologize for that. Um, and so those are uh, th- those are kind of some of the exciting things with this technology is that um, it, it's going to allow for the summary of product applied that a grower applies throughout the year. You'll be able to see what was applied and what would what you would have applied, and so those savings become very apparent uh, to the customer uh, as you go throughout the season, um, mm-hmm. as as you continue to apply in your operation. That comparison that you just mentioned that would be to uh, a non-smart sprayer. The application of the what you would have applied. That's. Yeah. Correct. Correct. It, 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 the comparison would be to to a typical broadcast sprayer and, okay. and how we've applied in the past. That's exactly right, Dan. Yes. Yep. Well, tell me a little bit. You're you're still tweaking the uh, the the knowledge of the AI system. Uh, uh, what are we looking at as far as uh, development to the family level of weeds? And then let's talk a little bit about the estimated time of arrival on the market of something like this on a rogator. I would say I would say we're we're still uh, likely a few years away uh, from from having weed ID uh, something that we would release. Um, we're we're much further along in the in the development of that or in the, in the testing for that, but to actually have a full release for something like that, we would be a few years down the road. Okay. Um, we do have a roadmap um, where we feel like we can start to add uh, things like plant health, uh, population stands, uh, fungus uh, detection, uh, a pest detection, uh, but those would be things that we would roll out, you know, several years down the road. Uh, and this would be this would be a data collection uh, service uh, from the system itself, uh, correct? A, a, as mapped or as detected in the field correct. on a, on an application, correct? Yeah, we we really believe it's going to change the way that guys farm. Um, when you think of 
you know, if you talk to growers today, they'll tell you they learn more about their crop on that first pass of the sprayer. Uh, you know, when the corn's the V4, V5, they're looking for, you know, what what kind of stand is out there? What is the uniformity out there? How healthy is the crop? Um, and they do a great job, but they're also trying to drive a sprayer, you know, 15 miles an hour down a field and watch a boom and watch pressures. And, and they have a lot going on in the cab. This system will be designed to really collect uh, a lot of those things that they're looking for, um, but it'll add it in a way that there's a summary uh, that really gives you the ability to make changes. Um, for instance, if you start to see some early fungus set in, you know, you know that that is something to plan for on your next herbicide pass, whether you decide to add a fungicide early on and 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 take a, you know, take a little bit more of a, a precautionary measure or or whether it's something you need to simply scout throughout the year. Um, but either way, um, we feel like that first sprayer pass, uh, that first post-emerge uh, pass is the most critical pass on the farm. And we aim to collect as much data as we can on that pass. Uh, kind of a blue sky question here. Would that also be looking for uh, chlorophyll activity? I could potentially, yes. Yes, we, have, we, we haven't uh, decided uh, how far down that road we want to go, but it could potentially. The technology is not, is not limited to that, correct? Good. Yep. Uh, so be safe to say that it would be several years before uh, uh, this would be available as a product, but uh, the development is, that is the direction you're going with Agco. Yes, we, we have a roadmap that continues to add features uh, to the technology. So initially, Dan, we're very focused on, on the herbicide application and trying to cut down on waste with, uh, with the chemistries that, that we're trying to protect. Um, you know, there aren't a whole lot of new chemistries in the pipeline uh, coming in the market anymore today. And so we see this as a tool to be able to extend uh, the chemistry's uh, life cycle on the farm. Um, and we think that's the most pertinent need and the quickest way we can add value uh, and add income to that grower's operation. However, um, we see a ton of upside with, with, with things like plant stand, plant health, uh, the fungus uh, detection and pest detection in the future. We think those are those are all avenues that we know we need to explore and, and they're on a roadmap, uh, but, but timeline is just still, uh, still a little bit iffy as far as that goes. Sure. Well, it's exciting times for sure. And uh, an amazing time for agriculture right now and being driven with a number of market factors and political uh, regulations and things like that. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's forcing a more precision approach to everything. So, uh, well, I thank you for your time, and I, I think our viewers and readers will, uh, will appreciate your take on this. And that'll wrap things up for this week's podcast. Thanks to Dan Crummett and Joe Dimler for that great conversation. Thanks to our sponsor, Ag Express Electronics. And thanks to you for tuning in, as always. Great to have you with us. Until next time, head to PrecisionFarmingDealer.com for all things Precision Farming Dealer related. My name's Noah Newman. Have a great day.